some of y'all have been a part on Tuesdays, usually from September to May. Um, I have a reading class in the middle of the day, and we've been, we read a different book each month, and it's a wide range and, and um, of all sorts of different topics. And, and one of the books that we read this past year was called um, Why We Swim by Bonnie Suey. Um, and she tells this tale, so she kind of explores lots of different swimming stories. And one that, that was really fascinating to me is she told a story in 1984 of a fishing boat in Iceland that um, had five men on it, and in the midst of a storm, the, the boat capsized. Um, you can imagine Iceland in March. The temperature outside was negative two degrees um, Celsius, I believe, is what um, I read. Um, and so four of the men pretty much died instantly of hypothermia and drowning. But one of the men then swam six kilometers all the way to, um, to the island that was closest and then walked another two to three miles until he could get to safety, breaking through ice. It's an incredible tale. Um, it turns out there are benefits of having a body that's genetically like a seal. Um, um, but what is most fascinating to me is that beginning the next year in Iceland, 1985, and every year since, people all over the country have swam six kilometers on a specific day. They swim six kilometers in memory of those people that died and the incredible story of this gentleman who, who made the journey. I mean, it's, it, now, I know some of y'all are probably more familiar with um, kilometers now that we're watching the Olympics and that's how they measure everything. Six kilometers is a little bit, I think it's a little under four miles. So I, I just want you, like, this guy swam almost four miles, and then people, every year, in their swimming pools, which, oddly, Iceland has more swimming pools per capita than any other place in the world, another weird fact from this book. Um, every year, in, in community pools or their own pool, they swim six kilometers. Now, why this is fascinating to me is it conveys something that I find um, a strong reminder. We humans can do extraordinary things that are challenging and difficult when we believe it is important enough. I mean, this is, this is not to be glossed over because we don't mind hardship we don't mind hardship as human beings as long as it's necessary and important and life-giving. If it really is meaningful to us, we'll swim six kilometers. Now, I've, um, I've been thinking a lot about my, my faith. Um, oddly, this, 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 this weekend, uh, by some like weird convergence of the universe, um, I, I went to an Episcopal school and I've had a group of friends that I have known since we were in kindergarten, some of them before kindergarten, and um, 
by some miracle, there were six of us that were able to get together this weekend as far as Ecuador, California, Colorado, um, and, and it was wonderful. And, and all of us have, like, we've gone all different directions. We all went to this Episcopal school. Um, half of us grew up in families of faith. Um, one was the grandson of uh, the, the famous rabbi in Memphis that led the, the civil rights um, march in the 1960s. So one's a, um, a prosecutor in the uh, DA's office in Sacramento, one's an inner school city teacher, one is um, a, a doctor, another's um, a chef, um, one has kind of lost his way and, and, um, or, or, or figuring out his way, all, all of that. Um, so all of us, you know, what you do when you get together with friends that you've had for a long time, you begin to relive your glory days, and you're talking about all the people that you're, you know, asking, oh, have you seen so-and-so? But then something interesting happened as we were spending time together. We began to kind of talk about who we are and who we are becoming and what we see our lives and making an impact in this world. And, and so then the question kind of turned to me because I'm the only one who's still a part of a community of faith. And not only that, I'm, I'm, I'm an Episcopal priest. You don't know this. Um, if you don't, that's what, why I'm wearing, wearing this. Um, and they're asking like, well, you know, why is it that you believe what you believe? Why is it that, that this is so important to you, John? And so I've been thinking about that today, um, yesterday and on Friday. And it's odd that I think today's scriptures point to a lot of the reason why. Because we just heard about the miracle of the 5,000. I mean, this is, this is a, a story that is a miraculous story of feeding and we know that the world is hungry and needs food. Um, and so all these people are hungry, and, and, and Jesus empowers this community to miraculously feed 5,000. Feeding's important to a lot of us, whether it's at community kitchens or in Avondale. But Jesus doesn't then say to the disciples, Come to me, and I will always make the hungry well fed. He kind of does. But he shifts it. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. See, what I, I don't think I did the best job of conveying to my friends, but the reason that I feel such an important part of my life is my faith, is that, that I and we have been given the most incredible gift. We've been given the bread of life. Like, it is through that that we have the capacity to love. We have the capacity to love people that drive us crazy. We have the capacity to forgive we have the capacity to, to serve and to work and to be agents of healing and truth. Like we've been given this gift, this incredible gift of, of knowing God. I mean, that's why we come here, right? Like 
in a moment, you're gonna come forward to the altar to be renewed and healed and restored so that you can go living in this world, like strengthened. I mean, I hope, I hope that's what you're experiencing. And if you haven't thought about it in a while, maybe today, to, to see your lives enriched, enriched, so that we can go forth and, and live with compassion and humility and love. We have been given this gift. Now, part of that gift is that, that to live in this ethic of love as Christ loved us. And I, um, I think today that the reason that the story of the Icelandic swimmer is so important to me is it's a reminder to me that that when something is so important love of God and love of neighbor that we can do remarkably difficult things right we do remarkably difficult things the person that says something incredibly mean about us or our family or someone we love we have that ability to work towards forgiveness. When it's four o'clock in the morning and we're supposed to write a reflection to come out at 7.45 that day, we can get up and write. When we have to come together as a church to do a big project, we can do it no matter how difficult it is. Um, Oddly, I'm, some of y'all probably don't know this. It's okay. I mean, today, um, it's fine how you are. Um, but uh, Bishop Glenda asked us on Thursday to, 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 to ask us to, to wear masks and worship. Um, and and I ask you all to do that. If you, if you didn't bring a mask today, please, please do next Sunday. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Uh, I'm not entirely sure it's 100% necessary. Um, but it seems to me that if it has a small chance of, of making a difference, for me, you know, if it has a small chance of making a difference, I'm going to do the hard thing. I don't like it. And it frustrates the living daylights out of me that just as it feels like we were <laughs> making so much progress, we probably got another three or four months of, of it being difficult. But like, when we come together, we learn and see God in our midst. We have our lives shaped towards love and compassion. And that is so important to me that, that for me, doing whatever it takes so that we can gather, so that we can be agents of love and, and, and good news in the world, I'm going to do it. I know for each of you, I hope that the way that God shapes your life gives you strength and courage to do bold things, whatever they are. Whatever they are. To love radically, to journey to Haiti, to, to whatever it is that you're being called to do. We can do incredibly difficult things. 
because of God's love and because of how important it is to our lives. May we be empowered and trust in the one who says, I am the bread of life. Whoever believes in me will never be hungry or thirsty. Amen.